We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You know, we maybe I'll just change my name to Russell so we can have a bunch of guys named Russell on the big program. I think you should. I think you should. I mean, I changed my name to Russell, and it's worked out. I don't know. It's worked out wonders, but. Well, I mean, if you'd have kept the other name, though, people yeah. would have mistaken identity to you uh, for several years. Yeah. Maybe I could have been Pete Russo. Well, there you go. Or Doug Russo. How about that? Could have been Dougie Russo. That, or, that's, a, that's a great name. Yeah. Or Jacques Cousteau. Oh, I love Jacques Cousteau. He was great. Yeah. Speaking of the enemy, the Green Bay Packers, our guy Doug Russell, at Doug Russell, sports director for iHeart in Milwaukee and Madison, where they love their football up there. Doug, appreciate the visit this morning, sir. Pete and Chris here in D.C. How are you? Hello, Doug. I'm doing great, Pete. Chris, always good to talk to you. Yeah, I mean, Pete, if you want to join the club, feel free. There's plenty of room. Well, well, you guys are united. Good. You guys are united in one thing. While you don't have the Russell connection that That's you right. and we I, got the Doug, great ball dome, exactly. Baby. I mean, because you and I know, Doug, we we are brothers from another mother, right? That was always our okay. our, our thing, uh, and of course. At, we're doing this in chess because everybody knows my real last name is not Russell. Uh, but your real last name is Russell. But as Pete mentioned, you guys are bald omers. So maybe I should just shave my head uh, and then we could be uh, the Three Stooges. How about that? Maybe you could. My daddy always said that God only made so many perfect heads, the rest he covered with hair. So, you know, maybe we should just kind of, you know, take it. I would like to see what, you know, the rooster's you know, dome looks like without that luscious lettuce that's uh, adorning it. Yeah. You know, adorning your entire it's, life. It, it's the only thing on my body that still, like, works at a peak level. Let's, let's put it that way. Yeah. No doubt Russell and, uh, and Aaron Rodgers with luscious locks on top of their head. Doug, we're not used to seeing the Green Bay Packers at 3-3 three and three at any point during a football season, certainly recently, uh, while Aaron Rodgers has been the quarterback, and certainly since Matt LaFleur has taken over uh, as the head coach. Why are the Green Bay Packers 3-3 three and three coming to Washington with seemingly mounting questions about this club as well? There's a couple of reasons, Pete. I think the one that's the most obvious, and I still – will ascribe to this theory is that his best wide receiver right now plays for the Las Vegas Raiders. And I don't think he's gone great for Devontae Adams. He chose this. Don't forget. He wanted to play with Derek Carr. He wanted to play closer to home. He wanted Graham Graham to be able to finally watch him play football because apparently planes don't fly into Green Bay. I'm not, I'm not sure what that's all about, but they do fly into Las Vegas. Um, and Aaron is such a creature of habit. This is the first time in his career as Packers starting quarterback that dates back to the 2008 season that he hasn't had a Pro Bowl caliber wide receiver to throw to. And Devontae Adams, you look at the targets that he's had over the last, you know, not just last season, but the last several seasons uh, when Aaron's been healthy, and it's been striking how much of a security blanket he was. So now he's trying to figure it out. Is it Alan Lazard? Is it Romeo Dobbs, who's just a rookie? Is it, you know, his tight ends, Robert Tunyon or Mercedes Lewis, when you know, he's not asked to block like a rope grader. Um, 
Is it Aaron Jones out of the backfield? He's just trying to figure it out. Randall Cobb has been injured. Sammy Watkins, uh, first-year Packers player, he's been injured. He's finally coming off of injured reserve this week. Not sure if he's going to play, but he did finally get back to practice. There's just nobody for Aaron to throw to right now that he trusts. That and the the offensive line has been banged up. Those two reasons – I think are, are making this offense look pretty poor right now. Yeah, no, I and mean, that was pretty easy to say on Sunday at Lambeau against the uh, Jets. Doug Russell with us at Doug Russell, as Pete mentioned uh, again. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, ninety-seven-three. The game uh, in Milwaukee, Madison, the Packers radio network. Uh, Doug does like an, a fifteen-hour pregame show uh, <laughs> on Sunday, so he's going to start. He's going to start at Saturday night at like ten o'clock and just go straight through overnight and up until kickoff on Sunday. That's what he was telling. That's what sources were telling me. To, to right, be Doug? fair, this is our first year as the Packers flagship. Uh-huh. They were on the other stations in 1929, so we're uh, may, maybe going a little bit, yeah, uh, okay. a little bit overboard. But that's you know okay. what? We're having fun with it. Hey, you were on the the other station too, so I mean, I, you know, I, I switch stations left and right. I mean, we just go back and forth. Um, <laughs> right. All right, let me let me ask you. In addition to all of that, and I know this isn't sexy, but it was a big time problem last year in the playoff loss, and then it seemingly got fixed with the addition of Basaccia, But the special teams nightmare reared its ugly head on Sunday again. Uh, has, what, do you think that's a one time anomaly, or are you majorly concerned? Uh, because the commander's spe- special teams are awful, too. And uh, my bold prediction, if you will, is this is going to be a death match, like a sword fight between which special teams unit can be worse and carve each other up on Sunday. Yeah, honestly, Chris, I don't know what happened last week because the special teams for the Packers has been much better, and it goes well beyond just Rich Passaccia. Uh, they actually invested in guys that are special team experts, if you will. I mean, they went out when Rudy Ford got cut. They immediately went out and got him. He's one of the best gunners in the NFL. Uh, you know, you can say that about Dallin Levitt as well, Keshawn Nixon. These are special teams guys. And last week they had a breakdown with the punt that led to the immediate touchdown. It was reminiscent of last year's divisional playoff game at Lambeau Field against the 49ers, only this time it was against the Jets. And then the blocked field goal, which, you know, that's 10 points right there. Just two plays that are, that are 10 points. Um, special teams has been better, I will say that. They still have some issues with the return game. I'm not sure if Amari Rodgers is long for the league. The way that uh, he struggled hanging on to the football, I still think there's, there's some talent there. He's a third-round pick. This is only his second season. But he struggled to kind of find his way where there have been opportunities. So I, I'm not concerned about it yet. Basaccia says all the right things. He's the highest-paid special teams coordinator in the NFL for a reason. He's got a track record. It was a bad game. I'm going to chalk it up to it was just a bad game because, honestly, with the way the offense has struggled and with the way that the defense has kind of been, they start out hot and then they get worn out by the end of the game. We've seen that the last two weeks, first against the Giants and then against the Jets uh, with these long, sustained drives. The special teams has been the one you know, shining star that you could point to. But, yeah, last week certainly was uh, – uh, they, they, were, they were on the struggle bus last week. There, there's, there's no question about that. It was, um, it, it, was, it was hard to watch. The whole game was hard to watch. I mean, but special teams especially because we thought that this issue had been fixed. Who's been their best player through six weeks? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, that's why he gets paid the big bucks, do <laughs> <laughs> but it really is because you can't really point out Aaron Rodgers. He, he's been pedestrian. Maybe Aaron Jones, but uh, you know he struggled last week finding holes, but that was because I think the offensive line hasn't gotten him holes. I think overall the best player on the team is the four-time MVP and the guy who's won the last two of them, 
he hasn't had his best season for many of the reasons that we've talked about. But I, I guess Aaron Jones, because you still look at his yards per carry average, it's among the best in the NFL. Um, and, and he's got the burst. He's got good hands. He's smart. Um, yeah, I, I would probably say Aaron Jones. David Bakhtiari still, I mean, he's a, he's a two-time all-pro player. He's you know, working himself back from not just a torn ACL, but all the complications that went with that. So uh, it, it's good to see him back out there at left tackle. Uh, Devontae Campbell's not the same player that he was a year ago. Mm-hmm. Kenny Clark hasn't gotten the same amount of tackles that he's gotten a year ago. I'm going to go with Aaron. Rod- I'm going to go with Aaron Jones. It's a great question, though. I, I it's one of those questions I have not thought about until you asked me that. Uh, we even talked about AJ Dillon uh, a little bit earlier in in the show, uh, but I'm going to flip it around. You mentioned the defense worn out the last two weeks, the London trip, and then what the Jets did on the ground. Certainly through the air, they were very good, or maybe. Uh, uh, the Jets quarterback, uh, Zach, um, uh, whatever. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson Zach is Wilson. just not very good. Um, but but Joe Barry's defense, of course, Joe was here as the defensive coordinator. Uh, Redskins fans absolutely hated him, thought he was a complete clown. <laughs> uh, they were wrong, as they always are. Uh, I said it then. I know he's not great. I know nobody's putting him in the Hall of Fame. But overall, are Packers fans okay with the general defense? I mean, that secondary is really good. When you look at Jair Alexander and Eric Stone, and and Darnell Savage and and I mean and and uh, and and what they did with Rasul Douglas I mean those five guys they're tough to move the football through the air against no and then Gary and Preston Smith off the edge pretty good in terms of edge pass rush right if you would have said that in week one I would have said yeah absolutely this is a lockdown defense and you look at that defensive secondary I think Jair Alexander still. A very, very good player. Adrian Amos is still a good player. Darnell Savage is a good player. Eric Stokes, I think, will be a good player. He just hasn't played well uh, so far this season. So I I think that's part of it. Um, But uh, Packers fans, are they happy? No. I mean, I still – he was two defensive coordinators ago, but every time the Packers give up a touchdown, the hashtag fire capers comes up for (laughs) for Dom. Uh, (laughs) Uh, so are Packers fans happy? Not unless they're hoisting the trophy at yeah. the end of the year. Packers fans are, I, I, I say this, they, they are my people and I can say this and you can't, you know how that goes. Yes. Packers fans are spoiled. Yes, they are. Because of 30 years of Hall of Fame quarterback play, which yeah. has masked a lot of the other deficiencies on this roster. They should try watching the commanders. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Doug, let's out on this. Why? What's going on with you guys' this team? Uh, going on in the, in right, well, I'm, I'm going to need that. I'm going to need that 15-hour pregame slot on Sunday hey. morning to explain it all to you. Hey, we'll trade you our wide receivers for your quarterback. Uh, pass. Oh, Ooh. wow, wow, Doug. We got some people on the. We got some people that Aaron would love. To, well, that we, if we took Aaron from you, yeah, then. but if you get the quarterback, yeah, that's right. true. Well, you got yeah. Jordan, you got Jordan Love who's just sitting around waiting for his day. Uh-huh. Day, day. Uh huh. Sure. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'll let, let you out on this, Doug. Is it, is it is what they normally do attainable uh, right now, or is this a club that is just happy to get to eleven and six, uh, ten and ten and seven, and find a way to be part of the postseason mix? If they could get to eleven and six, I think they should throw a parade in downtown Green Bay, all hmm. seven blocks of it. Um, I, I, 
look, I, I, this is a team that's struggling right now. And a lot of teams in the NFC are, right? The Rams are struggling. The 49ers are struggling. The Buccaneers are struggling. All the final four teams from last year in the NFC playoffs are struggling. Packers are certainly in that mix. I don't think it's uh, – it, it's not – it's early, but it's not that early anymore. You know what I mean? We're not quite halfway to the uh, halfway point of the season for the Packers. I think this game coming up on Sunday against the Commanders is going to be very important. And if they lose this one, this is the first of three in a row on the road away from Lambeau Field for Green Bay. And then we've got Buffalo coming up. They still have a very difficult schedule uh, coming up the rest of the season. Uh, if they could get to ten and seven. Uh, I, I think that would that that would be great. They still have to play at Philadelphia. They still have to play the Rams. Who I still think have some talent. They still have to play Minnesota again, uh, and obviously the Vikings are having a very good season. So it's going to be a tough road to hoe. But um, yeah, if they if they can get back to the playoffs, if they can somehow muster up ten or eleven wins, I think that would be a worthwhile goal to to, to achieve. Doug, great stuff, man. Appreciate the visit. Safe travels to D.C. as uh, you guys get set to uh, broadcast uh, things on the uh, Packers uh, radio network. And, hey, you know, we hope you have a good season. We just hope that you're 3-4 and at the end of this weekend. (laughs) Fair enough. I appreciate that, Pete. Rooster, always a good time. Thank you, You got it. Doug, appreciate it. Doug Russell joining us from Green Bay, previewing the enemy. 3-4 and is what you're hoping. Washington and Green Bay are both coming up. At the end of this weekend, Christian McCaffrey got dealt. Going to spin this uh, in another way here for Washington. Coming up in touchdown at 10 here at the top of the hour. Tyler Dunn joins us at the bottom of the hour to talk tight ends. And Tommy Shepard, general manager of your Washington Wizards, looking to start 2-0 and with their home opener tonight against the Chicago Bulls. Tommy joins us at 11. Lots to do over the final two hours of the show right here on the Team 980 and streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.